missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Got to get back in time, Shaw. Got to go way back. Way 2012. Back? Ooh, that's quite a while ago. The Monday morning throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Cheesecakes, man. Mm-hmm. Little, tiny, Little beautiful, delicious cheesecakes. Less guilt when they're small like right? that, Shaw. You know, you sit down a 12-inch pie pan with a cheesecake, you're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't eat all this. You sit down with about 30 of those little cheesecakes, right? and then not so bad. You can have all different flavors. Oh, yeah. So delicious. This is 2012, Shaw, and uh, you and your lovely wife, Madame S, were having discussions about me, apparently. Oh. And I, I, I found that to be very interesting. Hmm. And you- someone who works with your wife okay. said that you told your wife that I was one of the smartest people you ever met. Oh, my God. Really? I said that? Yeah. Were you drunk? I Maybe. Was it when you were wearing your little hat? It could have been. I wasn't able to think lot, straight. There I, was a lot of blood? No, I think you're there? a smart guy, yeah. I want to talk to your wife. Can we call her this morning? I want to find out when this happened. I want to get an exact date. An like exact maybe a, uh, information. Get like a printout of it. Sounds like know, the some, telephone I want to see the actual transcript of the I conversation. I want to do a crochet cross-stitch thing, get it framed, <laughs> throw it on my wall, like one of those, you know, like... Those, you know, biblical yeah, verses. Yeah, get it, like yeah, Shaw yeah, said yeah, that right, I was right. the You're an excellent speller as well. Wow. Wow. Compliments were pouring in that day. Apparently. Uh Nine years ago when you thought highly of me, now. No wonder you saved that audio. (laughs) (laughs) Tucked away for a rainy day. But uh, if you want to hear the rest of that, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. The Monday morning throwback each and every Monday right around 740. Brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston nine years ago. Scott Robert Shaw and his wonderful wife just... Having lengthy conversations about my knowledge, right. my, my 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 intelligence, my ability to spell. I mean, wow. You guys just sitting around with nothing else to do. Oh, you're impressive. You're a big thinker sometimes. I don't know about that. I don't know about I do. I try to kill that off with, <laughs> with beer and bacon as much as possible, but occasionally I have a good thought. Not very often, but occasionally. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. You watch any more Olympics over the weekend, Shaw? I did, yeah. I watched some Olympics. Yeah. Saw that woman from Wisconsin uh, get a yeah. bronze in the yeah. uh, marathon. That was cool. We had a guy from Wisconsin, uh, track uh, star, right? He, yep. uh, I, don't, I don't remember what his event was uh, offhand. but uh, It was a running race. I want to say the 400 meters. 400, maybe? yeah. I, I, I never remember what, which one. I just know that he was running. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was running. But uh, watched a little bit of the Olympics. I, I Not very much. Uh, Swimming and diving a little bit here and there. I didn't watch any of the basketball or baseball or any of that stuff. I just, yeah, didn't. didn't. I saw speed climbing. I didn't know that was a thing. I kind of rock wall and. I saw some highlights from the speed walking when the guy went and took a right hand turn to the (laughs) toilet. Had to. Oops. A little turtle head poking out. But here's some things we learned from the Tokyo Olympics. Shaw. Top top things we learned from the uh, Tokyo Olympics. Evidently, there's this thing called handball. Yes. 
That is I caught some of that, by the way. That's an intense sport. It's like soccer and basketball yeah, and crazy. floor hockey kind of. It's like all rolled into one, I guess. Play with a ball about the size of a Nerf ball. Yeah, and uh, you're just zinging that thing all around the place. Uh, top things we learned from the Tokyo Olympics. Somehow marijuana is a banned substance, but skateboarding is an official event. Right. That doesn't add up. Doesn't seem to make any sense. Uh, if you were lucky enough to time it right, Shaw, mm-hmm. you would have seen an ad for NBC's new streaming service, which is evidently called Peacock. <laughs> oh, really? I had no I mean, clue. You, if you time, I mean, you're just, yeah, just I mean, right. You had to yeah. really... Had to luck into that one. Really focus in on that one. Uh, top things we learned from the Tokyo Olympics. You can medal for just telling a horse to jump. <laughs> you see some German trainer punched a horse? No. See that? Yeah, got kicked out of the Olympics. They sent oh. him home. Or her home. Well, Bruce Springsteen's daughter won a silver in yeah, saw that equestrian event. And there was a horse that uh, that uh, had a toothache, so they had to pull the horse out of the mm. dressage. And, uh, top things we learned from the Tokyo Olympics. Mike Tirico is Bob Costas minus the pink eye and loud sweaters. <laughs> they are rather similar. That was a hell of a rooftop thing that he was on. Did you mm-hmm. see any of it catching anything? I that did, was yeah. beautiful up there. It was. Uh, without the nonstop roller coaster thrills and chills of curling, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point, Shaw? It's so riveting. Top things we learned from the Tokyo Olympics gymnastics is 90% wrapping tape around body parts. Yeah, they spend a lot of time doing that. A little bit of that. A little bit of that. Uh, Watching badminton induces synchronized snoozing. (laughs) That is true. They they yell and scream, though, a lot. Ah, ah, ah. Mm -hmm. Top things we learned from the Tokyo Olympics. A couple more. Uh, The Chinese excel at diving. Jamaicans excel at sprinting. And the Russians excel at changing their name to mask systemic cheating. There you go. Yeah, they sort of just were like... More allegations of that. Yeah. Swimming and chest hair don't mix. Hmm. I noticed. Those boys are bald. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Shaw, top things we learned from the Tokyo Olympics. Horses can be trained to dance better than white people when you shook me all night long comes on at the, at the bar. Yep. Fancy dancing. Olympics. Over and done with, right? It is. And then we got another one next year, the Winter Correct. Olympics, right? Yep. All right. When does that start? I don't know. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Shaw and I went golfing last week, and we got rained on. We did. Boy, we it, uh, well, we got out there, and we got on the course a little early, but then a couple of drops turned into a light mm-hmm. mist, turned into a, a rain, then it was a, de- a deluge, if you will, a, mm-hmm. a deluge, a downpour. We got, uh, we got soaked, but... One of the interesting things about uh, golfing with Shaw yes. was the conversation we had about his kids. Okay. Um, his son, Jack, is his new golf partner, which yeah. is why Shaw doesn't go golfing with me anymore. <laughs> and I, I had asked him if any of his other kids had ever really gotten into sports, you know, because Jack was a, you know, a, a cross-country runner, right? A runner. Sure. And we had him race Scrady around the block, and that was a <laughs> massive fail for Scrady. Uh, but needless to say... Um, none of your uh, your two other kids were really all that interested in sports. Not so much. No, I mean Adam played tennis and he swam, but uh, yeah, that was about it. But he loves the computer and the video games yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And Hannah was a band geek. Yep. Um, and and into language and traveling and drinking beer. Yep. Um, but uh, not really into sports. And you you kind of saw that coming, right? Yeah, I'd th- say that's fair. You you didn't try to push him into sports. Like, no, I mean you know we played ball at a young age and things like that, but it was up to them whether they wanted to pursue it. Gene, your kids uh, do some sports though, right? Uh, Ella's going to do cross country this year, okay. and there's dance, and there was baseball, like you said, Shaw. There was a little league and all that yeah. stuff, but yeah, track. Here are some signs that your kid won't grow up to be a pro athlete. 
Oh. Oh, you might have known this one, right? A couple of these. Might have seen some of these signs. Top signs, your kid won't grow up to be a pro athlete. He doesn't know who won the last Super Bowl, World Series, or Stanley Cup, but he can recite four years' worth of Tony winners. <laughs> what are the Tonys, anyways? Is that's that TV shows? That's, uh, that's theater. Enemies. Theater. Right. Oh, yeah, theater. Probably, All right. Uh, top signs, your kid won't grow up to be a pro athlete. She gets the twisties just from getting out of a beanbag chair. Ooh, dude, I can relate. Sometimes, Sometimes you stand fast. up too fast. Right. <laughs> I think that's more of an age thing, then. Uh, his football teammates compare his throwing arm to Brady. Yeah. Marsha Brady. Marsha Brady. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, anytime you want to play catch, he's busy writing his anti-capitalism manifesto. <laughs> hey, Adam, come out of your room. No! <laughs> got letters to write. I've got to write the state senator. Uh, signs your kid won't grow up to be a pro athlete. He has excellent hand-iPad coordination. <laughs> That's true. That's a thing. It is. Uh, could you look up just once during the day? Just I'm right here in front. Just like give me one moment of eye contact. Just one second of it. You could be um, a pro gamer. Yeah, but dude, we found out I many know. years ago they make There's millions and millions. Of them, lots of them. I mean, they're filling stadiums, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and countries all around That's the world thing. with people watching other guys play sport or uh, uh, video games. Uh, top signs: Your kid won't grow up to be a pro athlete. Shaw, he's convinced that groundskeepers get more chicks. <laughs> That's on Brady's nice and all. Right. Dude, who takes care of the lawn. Right? I bet he gets all the chicks. Uh, he tore his ACL playing Fortnite, which might actually be a thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like you can really severely get tendonitis in your in your thumbs and stuff, right? Then tendonitis. That's what we used to call it when you played too much Nintendo. Tendonitis, nice. You didn't you didn't call it that? I've never heard that before. I like it. Wow, that's an old that's an old one. Nintendonitis, yeah. You play too many uh, Nintendo games and you get Nintendonitis. Uh, the skin on his palm has started to grow over the TV remote. <laughs> like Put those, that down. Like those couch people that fuse with the couch from never getting up, Shaw. Oh, man, you that's that's really. Oof. And last but not least, top sign your kid won't grow up to be a pro athlete. He gets good grades in school. Right. Oh, he can do both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tough. Now the kids are dropping out of high school and, and going to college so they can sign NIL deals. Right. Like that kid from... Uh, what is it, Texas? Signed with Ohio, Ohio State, I believe, right. and he he's skipping his senior year to get in. Go co- make some cash. Well, why not? I mean, he's he's probably going to make almost a million dollars in his first year of his NIL deal. I mean, yeah, there's some absurd money out there. Oh, big time! You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. I'm like, oh, this will be cute and fun. My kids didn't really have that reaction. I would just recommend it for a good time. Obviously, by the video, my kids thought so, too. They don't want her to come back, though. Yeah, I don't know who would have thought this was a good idea. This is uh, a kid's birthday party. Little kids, too, not, not bigger kids. But a family in Oklahoma going viral after inviting a Bigfoot. To their six-year-old's birthday party and scaring them all half to death. So they're in the house. They've got a porch with a bunch of windows, it looks like, at least. And they're having a good time. There's cake. There's ice cream. There's presents. There, everybody's having fun. It's all great and fine and dandy. And then all of a sudden, this creepy-ass Bigfoot person <laughs> like comes walking by. And apparently, a bow in the, in the hair on top of the head. Oh, so sort of cute. A little cute. Yeah, but... Dude, you know, six, and they've never probably, they don't even know what a Bigfoot is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you bring by Princess Jasmine or something like that, they probably get it. Bigfoot? But Bigfoot, they probably don't even know. So it's a scary, hairy thing that's standing outside <laughs> the window. 
and it's freaking and it's waving and everything and the kids start freaking out they go running around and that is the mom uh, uh talking about uh the, the the mistake she made of trying to bring a bigfoot impersonator uh to, <laughs> to the house for a party luckily it's not the only uh type of party you can have for your kids though shaw Want your child to remember their birthday party forever? Then hire Unforgettable Kids Parties. Your kids will scream with delight when they get a visit from Bigfoot or take a swim in the Titanic-themed swimming pool, where we use a real hunk of ice to represent the iceberg and simulate the cold ocean water. We'll jump for joy in the Hindenburg Bouncy House. There's even the Three Mile Island Petting Zoo with glow-in-the-dark costumes and crazy three-headed rats. A birthday party guaranteed to be etched in their minds. They won't forget their special day, and neither will you. Yeah, I don't know if Bigfoot's my first go-to for a six-year-old's birthday party. I mean, you could Optimus Prime? We had a... For Ella's, I think she was... She was in kindergarten, Olaf, so whatever that is, six or there? seven maybe. And we did a haunted house because she her birthday is the day after Halloween. Mm, okay. And it was too haunted. Let me too scary? It. it was too scary. There was there was a few, and, and I thought it was fun at the time. Like, we made our basement all dark, and I had, like, you know, people played different roles, and we had, like, you stick your hand in the thing, and then yeah, yeah. pull this out, and the kid jumps out of the box. But there was this one girl who just ugly, I mean, like, snot, I mean, we had to turn the light on, and everybody had to come out of their costume and show them that they were just regular people. I mean, like, ball, like, snot. It was like, ooh, that might have been too much. Mom doesn't let her come over and play anymore, I'm guessing. She's never come over since. Right. Never. Way to go, Jean. <laughs> I love it. No, it's just a person, look. Just a person. I vaguely remember my sixth birthday party. I remember the there was streamers that were tied around the chair mm-hmm. to make it look more like a throne. Mm-hmm. And I remember I vomited. <laughs> I don't remember if it was just too much cake and ice cream or whatever, but we were too running around. And I just yacked all over the place and the party was over. <laughs> It was after, like, the, the cake and the ice cream and the presents and everything, though. And then after that, I yacked, and uh, that was it. All right, time to go home, kids. Yeah. Memorable birthday parties, Shaw. Bigfoot for your six-year-old. Not sure if that's the best idea. I like it, though. Well, I like scaring kids. Don't get me wrong. I, I can appreciate that, hearing them scream in terror. But, uh, I don't know, maybe, again, Olaf or something else. <laughs> maybe a Nemo. Maybe something a little bit more friendly. Something a little more Disney. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Karen. She's alarming but disarming and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Oh, Karen. Can't stop, won't stop, Shaw. Nope. They got opinions and they got to let you know about them. I hate the world today. Take a stab at what this Karen is upset about, Shaw. Mm, I don't know anymore. Uh, they were out of crispy chicken sandwiches. <laughs> no. Good guess, but uh, that is not what this Karen is upset about. This Karen, and I'm not exactly sure where she's at, but uh, this Karen is upset about a flag hanging outside of a family's home that she doesn't live in. Uh, Okay. And it's not a Nazi flag, Shaw. I could see getting upset about a Nazi flag flying outside of a neighbor's house, right? Like, hey, dude, what the hell's going on here? Or a Confederate flag these days. Yeah, maybe. There are plenty of flags that maybe you could get mad about. Maybe stop by and say, hey, look, man, 
Could you, would you mind? Not that kind of neighborhood here. But this flag is extremely unoffensive. It's a flag featuring a Disney cartoon character. Who? Winnie the Pooh's buddy, Tigger. I want to talk about this Tigger's flag. Okay. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, why not? I thought the American flag was real nice. Uh-huh. But now, I don't like that. Oh, okay, I didn't hang that. My brother hung that. This well, is- I know. I'm just I'm just telling you, I don't like it. Okay. And we have rules. This isn't a homeowner's association, though. I'm just saying, I don't like it. All right. It makes it look tacky. It doesn't, but it's okay. You're allowed your opinion. I'm going to find out about it. All right. Well, you have a good day. <laughs> wow. She doesn't like the Tigger flag. So it's an older white lady, uh, and the woman living uh, in this house with the Tigger flag is a black lady, younger black lady. Her name is Ambrosia, and she posted on her TikTok that this uh, Karen came over and let her know that I don't like it. I don't like I that. I don't like it. It's tacky. I like yeah. the American flag. It looks nice. This I don't one like I don't that. Like. T- it makes it. We got rules around here. <laughs> Do we? Uh, well, they don't live in a in a condo association where there's whole, you know, where you got an HOA right. and you've got rules to follow. They're just in the neighborhood somewhere, and we got rules in this town. We got a, a <laughs> rules against Tigger flags against against Tigger. I can't, I can't have it. The wonderful thing about Tigger is Tigger the wonderful thing. The tops are made out of rubber. The, the bottoms are made out of springs. springs. The bouncy, fancy, fancy, fun, 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 fun. But the most wonderful things about Tigger is I'm the only one. They're fun, of course. They're fun, 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 fun. They're all that. It's tacky. Can't do it. I'm I tell like you, it. I like it. I thought that woman handled herself very well. Well, you're yeah, entitled to your opinion. Ah, have a nice day. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I would have not been so kind. I would have told her to get the hell off my property before I get my shotgun. Mm-hmm. None of your damn business. And it's a Tigger flag. Right? What if it was Winnie the Pooh? Oh, no. Which a Disney piglet. character is it? Yeah. I don't like it. Man. I can't imagine. Like, ha- like again... If Nazi flag, something very offensive, you know what I mean? Maybe going over there and say something, but like, I don't know, dude. Don't you know who that is? It's been around for what, 60, 70 right. years? It's fun. Christopher Robin, the whole nine yards. You don't know about this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Karen's man can't stop, won't stop, Shaw. Mm-hmm. They're just out there. They got to tell you. They got to tell you their opinions, man. They got to let you know. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's summertime, summertime, sum, sum, summertime, 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 sum, summertime. Tips you can use all summer long. Here's a tip. And just the tip. Whoa. It's the summer party tip. Every Wednesday morning between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Welcome to summer. And only on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Summer party tip each and every Wednesday during the summer months, Memorial Day to Labor Day. That means we only got a few left because Labor Day is <laughs> right around the corner. And this week, it's not really a secret. It's not really some sort of helpful hint. It's more of a of a of a style of life. Okay. It's more of a of a motto, a creed. That's my creed. No regrets. Uh, I do have regrets, Shaw, and uh, regret is hard to live with. And uh, some of my regret comes from missing concerts that I could have gone to, mm-hmm. and now I don't have the opportunity to right. see those artists anymore because they are dead, their bands broke up, mm-hmm. they're no longer, you know, touring, whatever the case may be. So, today's summer party tip is simple. Buy the tickets, go to the show. Especially in this day and age where things can get shut down or changed at a moment's notice, buy the tickets, go to the show. If there's a band you want to see 
and you got something going on on a Friday night, that Friday night stuff can wait. All right? Put it on hold. Mm-hmm. Go see the band. Buy the tickets. We're going to see a few shows here in the next couple of weeks, Shaw. Very excited to go see some live music. Obviously, uh, there's a bunch of bands playing in our area, and I listed some uh, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to go take a gander. Uh, starting with Firehouse this Friday night, Beaver Bottom Saloon up there in Fountain, mm-hmm. just about an hour from here. There's a couple of cool breweries in that area. Karst is up in Fountain. I think this place is like right around the corner from there. But uh, our boys in uh, Firehouse who were here for, what, the end of Summer Bash a few years ago, and they played Oktoberfest, I think, one year. Um, then, of course, next Thursday, going to be at the Houston County Fair to see our buddies in Wayland. They're playing with uh, Eve to Adam, and uh, you can get tickets for that all over the place in Caledonia. August 20th, Shaw. Here's a good one. Yeah. Up in Rochester, outdoor show, the Mayo Civic Center Park. Have you ever been there? I have not. Beautiful outdoor uh, spot. Blues Traveler. I know. I've been thinking about that one. I got to be honest. I'm a I'm a closet Blues Traveler <laughs> fan, <laughs> but, I've ne- but I've never seen them. Nor have I. Sort of like Hall & Oates, right? And then I finally went and saw them a couple of years ago, and I'm so glad I did. I finally saw Hall & Oates, right. and it was a great experience. Hall & Oates touring again, by the way. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I'm playing uh, Milwaukee. August 27th, if you haven't heard, you got a couple of shows. First is a free Royal Bliss show with the Black Moods at the Vault, Pub and Eatery in Rockland. And then you can also go see uh, the Beartooth at the Fillmore in Minneapolis on August 27th. So you got a couple of choices there. Hinder going to be in the area again. We've got, uh, of course, that show I'm going to in September in Des Moines, that outdoor amphitheater, the Dropkick Murphys and the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Very excited for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, of course, Summerfest. Obviously, the rules have changed, but Guns N' Roses is going to be there with Mammoth uh, on the 18th. I know some people are going to the show up in Minneapolis, but if you want to head to Minneapolis on the 22nd of September, Avatar is going to be at the Fillmore. Uh. Yeah. So there's a lot of shows in the area. Those are just a couple that I listed. But as I said before, live without regrets. Buy the tickets. Go to the show. Mm -hmm. You never know when you're going to get another chance to see a band again. I was lucky enough to go see Pantera several times before they called it quits. And then, of course, Dimebag and Vinny passed away. Rest in peace. I never got to see Alice in Chains with Lane Staley. I never got to see Nirvana. Those are bands that I, I truly regret missing out on, Shaw. I had mm-hmm. ample opportunities to see them. And just didn't. And just never got around. I just said, right. ah, whatever, I'll get around yeah. to it. And then I, I can did. do it another time. Then I didn't. And I didn't. And it, and it just really, you know what I mean? So if there's a band that you really want to see, buy the tickets, go to the show. Again, in this day and age, you never know when that might not, might be, uh, no longer be an opportunity. So. There you go. My kids are excited about that uh, long postponed Green Day Weezer. Oh, weren't you just talking Fall about that, Brian? Boy show. Yeah, well, Fallout Boys missed three shows now. They had a COVID outbreak on, on their team. Uh, they've what they've done is they've separated the bands into pods so that they don't intermingle in case one of them gets a COVID outbreak, which apparently is what happened to Fallout Boy. Mm. They missed New York, Boston, on and tour, Washington. Yeah, on, uh, like okay. three most. And our buddy Lou Brutus, who does Hard Drive XL here on ninety five seven The Rock weeknights at seven o'clock. He was at the Washington show taking pictures, D.C., and uh, Weezer, or excuse me, uh, Fall Out Boy was not able to play that show either. Mm. So we're going to the one in Minneapolis at Target Field. We'll see what happens. Yeah, my kids are going to be there as well. So. And we got to, you know, the wife, I told her daily, I'm like, we got to check these out, you know, the, the updates daily to see if they're changing their policies. Because as right. we have found out, more and, your more, max card. more and more places are requiring you to either be vaccinated right. or have a negative test or wear a mask. Who knows? But uh, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, there you go. Summer party tip. Here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Buy the tickets. Go to the show. That's my advice for you, Shaw. Good advice. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the button. 
One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators? We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Brought to you by GECU, your chance to win my very own morning show money. 20 bucks up for grabs this week. Unfortunately, we're having some sort of phone problem, I guess. There again. is a phone issue, Shaw. Uh-oh. Phones. Trouble with the phones. Can't phone. People are calling in. I can answer the phone. Yeah. I can hear them, but uh-huh. they cannot hear they me. They can't hear you. Okay. I have rearranged my board to try and figure out the problem here in the studio, but unfortunately, that didn't seem to do the trick. So, uh, no winner this week, but we will add 10 bucks and do it again next week, and hopefully, we'll figure it out. I know we just switched uh, phone providers or whatever, so maybe there's a... A hiccup in the system here, but we'll still play today, Shaw. Okay. Because it, it is riveting theater uh, to hear you make an attempt <laughs> at these. Jean, by the way, has no faith in you, Shaw. She does not think you're going to get it. I my glasses half empty this week, Shaw. I'm sorry. I got it. She said even with our recent uh, rendezvous you on bonded. the golf course. You bonded last uh-huh. week, and I feel good about your guys' relationship. I just, my glasses half we empty. We re-bonded, Shaw. We uh, got back together again, got the band back the together The band is again. back together. And uh, shot... Seven and a half holes of golf <laughs> before we got rained out. But Gene uh, doesn't have any faith in you today. So listen closely to this uh, movie quote and see if you can identify the film that it comes from. Okay, you ready? Yes. All right. I will not carry myself down to die. When I go to my grave, my head will be high. That is a choice. Ooh. Uh, Sound familiar, Shaw? No. No? It does not. Can I hear it again? There's a there's a really I probably should have used the quote after this quote. Oh. It's it's probably the most famous quote okay. from the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought maybe you'd recognize the voice here. Listen closely. I will not carry myself down to die. When I go to my grave, my head will be high. That is a choice. Sorry, there's a little bit of clicking in there. Did you recognize the voice? No, it kind of sounds like um, I don't know, maybe Reese Witherspoon or something. Or it's not her. You want to hear it one more time, maybe? Yeah. You know, I don't think it's going to help, but right, why not? Listen closely here. I will not carry myself down to die. When I go to my grave, my head will be high. That is a choice. Now, right after that, she says there are victims in this classroom. In this classroom. Okay. Um, Does that help? No, I'm guessing she's a teacher. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to say um, legally blonde. Oh, no. I told you it wasn't her. It wasn't her. Ain't nobody got time for that. It wasn't her, Shaw. Who was it? It was Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, I didn't catch that. Dangerous Minds. There are no victims in this class. Coolio, remember the song? Uh Uh-uh. No? Dangerous? You don't remember this one? She was quoting Bob Dylan to the students. I thought maybe you'd get it right off the bat. No. It was in theaters on this day way back in 1996, Shaw. Dangerous Minds. Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't think I've even heard of it. Teaching the kids based on a true story, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Little white lady teaching a bunch of, uh, inner, city of kids. inner city kids in a school and teaching them Bob Dylan lyrics. I thought maybe you'd get that. Oh, man. Didn't, no? d- didn't catch it. But uh, Dangerous Minds. And then right after, she's talking about choices and how you have to make choices mm-hmm. in life to get on the bus and come to school. And then at the end, she says, there are no victims in this classroom. 
Or or it's legally blonde and it's Reese. <laughs> yeah, or it's Reese Witherspoon. Saying, with, her, have, with her high-heeled pink shoes right? and her sparkly saying, dog and it's a little... And her scented, uh, her scented resume. I think it gives right. it a little something extra. Yeah. Well, it's one of those two. Yeah. I mean, it's... They're very similar, yeah. Well, I apologize for the uh, phone problems here. Uh, unfortunately, I have nothing to do with it. And without an engineer in the building, there's really not much I can do beyond pressing, a, beyond pressing a few buttons and punting on the game. But it'll be 30 bucks next week, Shaw. And it was not Legally Blonde. I, I'm aware of that now. Thank you. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. The Field of Dreams game, which yeah, is tonight on tonight. Fox. I'm very excited about this, Shaw. Me too. I kind of, you know what I was thinking, actually, is that obviously most people love Field of Dreams. It's a great baseball movie, mm-hmm. but it's not the only baseball movie. There's tons of other baseball oh, yeah. movies. What about like a movie based on the natural? Or like, a, not a movie, but a game. Like, I don't know where that field was. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming it had something to do with a movie set. But, you know, I mean, Field of Dreams, obviously they created this baseball field in a, in a cornfield down in Iowa somewhere. Maybe they can move to the next level and do something like that with these other great baseball movies that okay. we love so much. You know what I mean? So we're going to have, like, Bull Durham and... Well, maybe, yeah. I mean, you know, find out, like, maybe they recreate the Bull... And some of the minor league teams do this already with a, you know, a, a Bull Durham night or whatever. Right. But I'm talking about Major League Baseball, you know, taking taking the ball and running with it. Do it you know, the NHL's already sort of doing this, the stadium series, and right. they do the outdoor game and all that stuff. I don't know. Baseball might be able to to, to kind of you know steal a little bit of that thunder. Well, we'll see how this one goes tonight. But I got to think it's going to be a big success. Oh, I so. think it's going to be huge. They're they're pulling out all the stops. They got Joe Buck and Smoltzy down there. They're bringing mm-hmm. David Ortiz and A Rod in. Ken Rosenthal, Verducci's going to be there. I'm hoping that the players come in from the corner. Right? Oh, Wouldn't that be awesome? They got, be they've, they've got the throwback unis. They have to do that, they don't the, they? they got to do that. Is Kevin Costner going to be there? How do you not have this right? game without Kevin Costner throwing out the first pitch or something? Good point. I mean, seriously. And uh, what's her name? Amy? Is it Amy Madigan? Was that her? The, the chicken? The mom, there? yeah. The mom, yeah. James Earl Jones, is he still alive? Can they get his ass down there? <laughs> He's still alive, yes. They get him down there? I, I don't know. The one constant has always been baseball. Baseball. I mean, come on, man. It'd be great to have him. Maybe they had Maybe him read. Maybe he could call to play, you know. Maybe they had him read, like, something for the pregame or something like that. You know what I mean? But I don't know. They Hopefully they go all out with it. Right. I think it's a you know going to be a success, but we'll Tickets see. got real pricey real fast. A couple yeah. grand to get into that game. There's only 8,000 people allowed into a That's Major League so Baseball cool. game. It's and so that'll be cool. tonight on Fox Look for our girl, Jennifer Livingston, 15 rows back of home plate, she said. Nice. She must have used her uh, brother to get oh, those yeah. tickets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Ron, would you mind using your Hollywood I think she's there with her brothers and her dad. Yeah, like, it's fam- a, fam- it's a, a family, family thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to be there. It'd be great. Yeah, it'd be cool. But uh, that'll be tonight on Fox. And uh, hopefully, like I said, they take that and, and run with it. We'll see. Hmm. But, I mean, there's no shortage of, of baseball movies out there, Shaw. Right. You can go down the list, that's for sure. And you could certainly say, okay, well, let's take a look at this movie, that movie, and see if maybe there's a, a way to tie that into, you know, a, a unique experience sometime during the season. Bring Wild Thing into the game for the close. Oof. Mm-hmm. Ricky Vaughn. Mm-hmm. You get a piece of it, you can name it. Don't get me started. I'm sorry, man. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really.
an English language and ethnic studies teacher at Century High School in Rochester, has been named the Minnesota Teacher of the Year for 2021. Mm-hmm. Natalia Benjamin is the first Latino educator to receive the award, and she's the first from the Rochester District to receive the award, which is organized by the Statewide Teachers Union. Benjamin was born and raised in Guatemala, where she grew up speaking, reading, and writing Spanish and French, and later learned English. She said her exposure to multiple languages helped her understand how children acquire language. Speaking of languages, Shaw, interesting that you bring that up. Recent poll of 20,000 Americans, so not a ton of us, but enough to get some poll results, asked us what the most useful second language is. I think we all took a second language in school, right? I took, I took a couple semesters of Spanish. I took several years of French. Uh, where I grew up, uh, French Canadian people were, were mm-hmm. around a lot, so learning French seemed like a good idea. Then uh, towards the end of my high school career, I took a couple of years of Spanish, uh, which uh, was a little bit helpful. Your daughter learned German, and she's using that okay. uh, as a career, correct? Uh, not really as a career, but she's fluent in German. Okay, and that has worked out for her because she's traveled there. Correct. Du bist ein Kartoffelsalatkopf. Ja. Yeah. Yeah. You're a potato salad head, Shaw. Okay. I will say that uh, I, I now... Very useful. I now pronounce uh, the, the Oktoberfest style of beer correctly because of your daughter. Yeah. Mirzen. Very, very well done, yes. As opposed to I the Americanized Marzen. Right? Well, it's spelled M-A-R-Z-E-N, so right. you say... It's Mirzen. It's Mirzen. Uh, so I don't sound like a dummy when I go to Oktoberfest right? in, in Germany, if that ever happens. But uh, what do you think the most useful second language is? I would say Spanish, probably, yeah. given their population. 61% of people say Spanish. Way down the list in second place, Chinese or Mandarin with 5% of the vote. That so is very difficult yeah. to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, French is third with 3%, then German at 2%. Latin only got 1% of the vote, along with Arabic, Hindi, Japanese, and Russian. And this is not big, uh, not, a, not a big surprise here how egotistical we are, Shaw. Hmm. <laughs> One in seven Americans think English is the only language worth learning right. and that all those right. other languages are just a waste of time. Right. I will say that a lot of the rest of the world has learned English because it is a predominant language. Right. Um, so it is certainly important to know, I guess. But, uh, yeah, that's that's how we roll, Shaw. I think more people in other countries know a second language than in America. Oh, certainly. Right? The, the, most of them, because they have to learn right. English, because the, the world, for the most part, is mostly English-speaking, but... Uh, maybe not population-wise, but in terms of geographical area. But yeah, Spanish certainly important. French not so much. Shaw thought I was going to really need that. Didn't no. didn't, didn't work out for me. <laughs> it was a lot of. Well, none of this surprises me. You told us the other day that forty percent of Americans think they could compete in the Olympics. Right. Well, After that, it's like not win. <laughs> let's let's be honest. Not win, but compete. but be competitive. Well, there's events that you certainly could have a... Come shot. on, man. Is cornhole an Olympic event? <laughs> Maybe, you know. I'm well. throwing some bags. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Earlier, I asked you a question, Shaw, and none of you, neither of you got it right. Right. This is 40% of or 30, 30%? 30% of us don't do this. You want to take another stab at it, Shaw? Hmm. Clip our toenails right uh, Don't do this. I do that and I, sh- I, sh- I, I know, send that's pictures what made to me Shaw. Think of it. You're welcome, buddy. Thinking <laughs> of you. Thinking of you. Do you, want me to save those? you want me to save those clippings and bring them down? <laughs> In a jar? Burn like them. A jar. Okay. Burn them? Don't right. do this. Recycle. Uh, um, don't do this. 
No, but it wouldn't surprise me if that number was higher. I know. <laughs> I did. I, I'm guessing here. Um, don't wear a seatbelt. New poll asking a bunch of Americans if they separate their whites and colors when they do laundry, and almost a third of us don't bother. Can't no, you I, do them all together? I don't know. That's such a guy response. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore. It sounds pretty sexist, but... I'm, I'm not allowed to do laundry, so... Well, I... I because you do that. Yes. Because you don't care. Right. I, I grew up doing my own laundry, like, from the time I was about, I don't know, 12. This my is mother, your thing well, now? I think my mom was disgusted by what was going on <laughs> with the laundry and the underwear and stuff. I see that. I get uh, that. A lot of sports and, and, you know, whatever farts that I shouldn't have trusted. Uh, but... Uh, she said, look, you're going to do your own laundry. She said, here's how it goes. She said, you separate the whites and the colors. Colors go in. A little bit of laundry detergent. Mm-hmm. Turn mm-hmm. it on. You're good I to go. That. Whites go in, laundry detergent, and bleach. And uh, I'm a big proponent of bleach. I love the bleach. My wife doesn't do the bleach, uh, but my wife... Uh, I t- you do the bleach? Oh, yeah. I bleach the hell out of my whites. Uh, the hell out. I'd put more bleach. I'd, dr- I'd wash them in bleach if I could, Shaw. <laughs> Nothing but bleach. I love it. <laughs> But, uh, no, the, so apparently people don't celebrate their whites, uh, separate their whites and their colors, huh. though. 61% of us say they do. 30% of people said no. 4% didn't answer. And another 4 said they never do their own laundry, Shaw. What? That's Are me. those teenagers? Uh, well, men or teenagers, probably, right? 4%. Shaw, you never do your own laundry? Never, no. Not once? Not even like, oh, I got a, I got a shirt I got to wear uh-huh. and I, no? He's 4%. You're 4%? You're a 4%er, Shaw. Thank you. What Holy you, crap. Did you guys actively divide up chores when you got married, or was it just something that got deterred? Was there an incident that occurred? Well, I, well yeah. I, I mean, oh, here we go. I, when I was in college, I had a, a sweater that was wool, and it shrunk to about a quarter of its size. Yeah. And my wife would get disgusted. I would just jam stuff in the washing machine until nothing else would fit. So she got disgusted yeah, by you. She said, you can't do laundry anymore. I'm saying, that's fine. This was before you were even married, though. Yeah, I think so. Wow. She just took over. Yeah, I don't did remember you, the last time I did laundry. Did you ever do that You to don't her? remember like, the last time you no, did laundry? I don't. Not even like when Mary was on vacation or like sick or in a hospital? No, I got or, a lot of clothes. And you never once picked up a laundry basket and went downstairs and said, I got to You had three kids. Yeah, I know. And you said, hey, Mary, this is your job. What did you do? I do everything else. Oh, oh man. You, I, I hope. Except the dishes. <laughs> I don't do dishes or laundry. <laughs> I clean the bathroom. I vacuum. I do dust. Do you make her wear a French maid outfit when she's right? doing all these chores? I cut the grass. Uh-huh. I do all the cooking. Uh-huh. 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 I do everything else. Did you get that, Brian? I see. 749. It, Shaw, this will shock you to learn about me. Uh-huh. But I'm rather particular about the way I like things done. Yes, I've noticed. I don't know if you've, I don't know if anybody's ever clued Picked you. up on that, yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard any of this, but I've got a particular way of doing things. And I get um, real out of sorts mm-hmm. if, if my stuff is it's not, not done. done the way you oh, want it to be. Oh, man. Oh, man. And I don't understand what's going on with my wife's laundry. I don't get it. There's just laundry everywhere down there. She's a seven-day laundry person where it starts on a Monday and it finishes on a Sunday and then the cycle begins again <laughs> the following day. I don't know what the hell her deal is. She can't do laundry in one day. It just drives me up a wall. Uh, but I'm a one-day laundry guy, and I like to do it all at once, and I like to fold it a certain way and put it away a certain way. And and if my wife were to interrupt that process, I'd just, oof. Like when I was in the hospital for my colon resection, I was in there for over a week, and I said, just leave it. I'll take care of it when I get home. I don't want you messing around with my laundry. Yeesh. Not surprised, though, that Shaw doesn't do the laundry at his house. <laughs> at all. 
I can't believe you're shocked to hear that. <laughs> I, I, it seems impossible. I don't know how you have three kids and you don't remember the last time you threw a load in. That's yeah. I don't get it. Well, he's too busy doing all the other stuff, Gene. <laughs> oh, Mary's sitting around eating bonbons I, and right, just, exactly. just focusing mm-hmm, on that laundry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shaw's doing all the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Today, of course, it's Friday the 13th, Jason. <laughs> Can't wait. Watching it tonight. Wife and I. Going to uh, hit up uh, the beer shop out in Sparta, grab some food and a beverage, and then come back home and watch Friday the 13th. The original, Shaw. The best one. Uh, I don't know if it's the best one, um, but it certainly, obviously, is the one that spawned the series. Mm-hmm. Hashtag spoiler alert. Wasn't Jason that killed everybody? <laughs> it was the mom. The counselors weren't paying attention. <laughs> they were too busy making love. He wasn't a good swimmer. <laughs> Uh, Friday the 13th, Shaw, do you know how it got the, uh, the superstitiousness of it all? Do you understand? I, no, I guess I don't know how Are that's Are you familiar it. with the story? Mm-hmm. No. Nobody really is, to be perfectly honest with you. But uh, happy Friday the 13th. Here are five common superstitions and how they got started. Okay. Friday the 13th, not really anything solid on this one, but a lot of people think that it has biblical origins tied to the number of guests at the Last Supper and Jesus' crucifixion on Good Friday. <laughs> That's where they think it comes from, Shaw. Mm, it's a guess, though. It is sort of spitballing. Next is uh, breaking a mirror. Are you familiar with this one? Mm, Superstitious. Yeah, bad don't luck. Break a mirror. Bad Seven luck. years. Seven years bad luck when you break a mirror. Uh, ancient Romans apparently believed that mirrors held a piece of your soul. And a separate uh, myth said that our body renews itself every seven years. So those two things together helped create the mm, seven years okay. of bad luck, Shaw. So break a mirror, you get seven years bad luck, right? Does it matter how big the mirror is? <laughs> What if there's some sort of uh, evil spirit living in the mirror? It's okay to break it then, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Or you just cover it up oh, with that's the drape? Why do they always take the drapes off the mirrors in these movies? Don't they know what happens? <laughs> Have you never watched a movie where they take the drape off the mirror? And then things go badly. Yeah. How about a black cat crossing your path? Yeah, that's supposed to be bad luck. Another uh, bad luck one. In the Middle Ages, black cats were associated with witchcraft and demons. Obviously, a lot of Halloween stuff going on. Snowballed into the idea that if a black cat crossed your path, they were blocking your connection to God and the path to heaven, Shaw. Oh, boy. So get yourself a Mr. Cricket like we have. <laughs> Knocking on wood. Do you knock on wood, Shaw? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Uh, the, I- the idea came uh, from ancient civilizations that believe trees housed various different spirits, mm. and touching the tree would give you a protective blessing from those spirits. Mm. Mm. So we don't really need to knock so much. We just need to touch it then? Just need to touch it. Mm-hmm. 642. Mm-hmm. Touch it. Sorry, I got to write that down. Yeah, sure. You want to rub up against it, Sean. Man, this is a good, <laughs> That's exactly what I meant. Good Friday already. This is a good Friday. TGIF right here uh, on the Morning Sickness Show. Again, five superstitions and how they got started. White lighters are bad luck. I've never heard that. You're oh, not yeah. a smoker. Come on. You're not a smoker, Sean. Are you kidding? No. Jean, Jean knows this one because yeah. she, she's a, a longtime smoker. I was a smoker for many years, and uh, that was... It's just a weird, it's weird, right? It's one of those things. It's just like, why is it it like that? No, I don't. 27 Club. Huh? It has the roots in the 27 Club. We know about the 27 Club, right? Mm -hmm. The artists, the musicians musicians that have died at a young age. Oh, yeah. Really? The roots for for the White Lighter uh, come from the 27 Club, where musicians like Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain, 
Amy Winehouse, uh, all died at the age of 27. Yeah. And uh, according to the superstition, and again, this is just a superstition. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had white lighters on them when they died, but big disposable lighters weren't even invented until yeah, 1973. So, okay. so Hendrix and Joplin, who both died in 1970, would have been out. Had. On the, okay. But maybe they had a maybe they had a different kind of lighter. Maybe they had a Zippo mm-hmm. that was white or something. Mm-hmm. Shaw, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they had. But there you go. Some common superstitions. I'm surprised Shaw did not know about the white Bic lighters. I've never heard that. No ladder? No walking under the ladder thing? Isn't that a thing for today? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the ladder will fall on you sometimes if you're not careful like that guy on QVC. Carrying a cat? Like you're carrying a black cat? Yeah. Do them all at the same time. Right. Smash a mirror, carry a cat, walk under the ladder. The guy on the ladder? No. On QVC? Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) You got to go online. You got to get on YouTube and Google. uh, Look for like uh, QVC goofs or whatever. Uh, you know, they're they're live, these QVC shows. Yeah. And there's one of those ladders that He has a problem. It's got it's got like the six uh it's got the six elbows in it, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? So you mm-hmm. can like turn it into a platform oh, or you sure, can go yeah, around yeah. corners yep. with it or whatever. And he gets on this thing. They're trying to sell it, right? That's yeah, the, okay. And it collapses and he, go, he goes down hard. <laughs> hard. There's another guy with a sword, he gets stabs himself, the sword breaks and it impales him. Yeesh. Yeah, so if you get a chance, Shaw, get on the YouTube and uh, look up QVC Goofs and you'll see some of these nice. great videos. But uh, happy Friday the 13th. Whatever you're watching tonight, enjoy it. I didn't even think it. about that. Step on a crack, break your mother's back. Mm-hmm. Right, Shaw? Yep. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It is the weekend, Shaw. It's finally here, and it's going to be beautiful. It is. 81 and sunny today. Repeat that tomorrow and pretty much the same damn thing on Sunday. No chance of rain all weekend long, but mild, sunny, beautiful weather mm-hmm. for riding. or Low humidity the, this morning, too. Whatever the hell you're doing this weekend, enjoy it. I've got a lot of plans starting tonight. Going to be going to the beer shop in Sparta, having a beverage and uh, some food from the Fathead Steve's food truck. And then nice. tomorrow I got the rock stop at Great River Harley-Davidson on Oak Forest Drive in Alaska. And then uh, tomorrow afternoon, I think I'm going Irish festing. Uh, and then on Sunday, I might just chill out at home. Might just do a, a Sunday fun day at home with some Bloody Marys. But if you're looking for stuff to do okay. around the lacrosse area this weekend, you can hit up the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. There are some suggestions, including tonight's River City Championship Wrestling 7th Anniversary at the Royal Vingers American Legion Post here in lacrosse. The wrestling gets underway. Just after 7 o'clock, they've got big matches between the Wanderer, A.C. Riley, and the real Brock Hall for the heavyweight strap. They've got a women's triple th- uh, threat match. They've got a City of Lacrosse championship match between Kyle Roberts and Jason Masters. Many other matches on the on the docket tonight over there at the American Legion here in Lacrosse for their 7th anniversary. Those guys put it all on the line, man, in the ring. So if you want to watch some live local wrestling, you can do that tonight. Tomorrow, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, obviously. And uh, my lady friend, my wife, uh, is a member of the library board, so I have to mention mm-hmm. this. It's required by marriage law. Okay. There is a library book sale that my wife is not allowed to attend at the Lacrosse Public Library <laughs> on Saturday from 10 a.m. until 2. You they don't want her coming home with any more books. No, huh? we got enough books in the house. We got too many books, in fact. You can Aren't come you to- supposed to build one of those little library things for her? 
<laughs> Why you got to put my business out there like that? You're supposed to build one of those things. You've been wanting to build one of those for like three years now. Sale items will be priced at a dollar for hardback books. Nice. Uh, they've got 50 cent DVDs and audio books, 25 cents for paperbacks. Stock up, fill a bag for five bucks. Uh, this is at the public, uh, cool. the, the Lacrosse Public Library. It goes 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. Uh, you can find out more information, obviously, on that book sale at the uh, Morning Sickness page at 957throck.com. Okay. Features in Holman tomorrow as well, Shaw. 15th anniversary party. Boy, everybody's having anniversaries. Uh, they're giving away free beer at Features in Holman from what? 2 until 4 tomorrow during what? their... Uh, their f- yeah, did you hear me? Did I stutter? <laughs> free beer from 2 until 4 during their 15th anniversary party at Features in Holman tomorrow. Bunch of food specials, bunch of drink specials, and you could register to win free beer and cheese curds for a year from Features in Holman Ooh. at their 15th anniversary party. It goes all day tomorrow. Go see James. He's giving away free butterfly kisses as well. (laughs) (laughs) I made that up. If you're looking for a hashtag Sunday Funday and also Mm -hmm. to benefit Mm -hmm. a good cause, Castaways on the Island, the American Legion Riders District 7 Veterans Fundraiser. We talked about this on Monday when you were out, Gene. We uh, talked to, uh, I think his name is Howard Horman about the American Legion Legacy. Yeah, so the the Legacy Run is on Saturday. That's the, the ride. And then they're having a second day uh, at Castaways with food, drinks, and giveaways. They have a silent auction. They got Packer tickets. They got Viking tickets. They got Badger tickets. They got a VIP boat cruise. They got an overnight stay at the Charmont. A whole bunch of other stuff as well. And you can find out about that, again, at 957therock.com on the Morning Sickness page. And there you go. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Eh, a little bit more than three, but who's counting? If you need more events, go to aroundrivercity.com. There's a ton of them happening in this area, including Irish Fest and Ashley for the Arts and all sorts of other stuff. Goat yoga. Bunch of live music playing all mm-hmm. sorts of places all over the weekend. Uh, so you can find all that at aroundrivercity.com. And if you have an event coming up and you'd like to see it on the website, you can post it for free. Very simple. Very easy to do. What do you got going on this weekend, Sean? What are you doing? I don't know. We might do a little Irish festing. You going down tomorrow? I don't know. We haven't. Oh, I'm wearing my kilt. Are you? Yeah. So come on down tomorrow if you want to see oh, a grown man really? in his kilt. If you want to get picked up by a grown man in his Boy, kilt, Boy, that Shaw. sounds awesome. Yeah. Shaw, he's going to hug you so mm-hmm. tight while he's wearing his wool skirt. <laughs> it's a kilt. Thank you very much. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have one for JD, by the way. Uh, rest in peace, JD. Miss you, buddy. Always had great times with him at Irish Fest and... I know a lot of people that are going down there will be reminiscing about him and uh, looking forward to being down there. So, so is there like game? I yeah, heard there was Highland Games. Highland Highland games. Yeah. Is yeah, yeah. that okay? That's yeah. cool. They got all sorts of stuff at Irish Fest. Have you never been to Irish Fest? I have never been to Irish Fest. Really? Oh, it's fun. Yeah. Music is great. Yeah, the music, the, the entertainment. Yes. I love the genealogy tent, the cultural tent. It's just uh, it's it's a it's a cool little thing that they do. Uh, down there at the Southside Fest grounds, and maybe I'll see you there tomorrow, Sean. Okay, you got plans? You're going. You're going shopping tomorrow, right, Gene? <laughs> <laughs> going to Mall of America tomorrow, Ooh, Shaw, to boy, go back to school shopping for clothes. I yeah. miss those days. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I might go, uh, tonight, though. I'm thinking about uh, Wing Haven for oh, the pizza, pizza farm. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about that because the weather is just Perfect, yeah. spectacular. It's out there by uh, Eckers as well. You can it's right. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm thinking about it. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.